Welcome, these are the MMA Minutes. I'm your host, Sean Anderson. Joining me, as always, is my co-host, Danny Gutierrez. What's going on, Sean? How are you? I'm good, as always. Oh, I'm excited. It's been an MMA Minute since it, we've been here. It's been a hot minute yeah, since, we, since we've done while. an MMA uh, Minute show, both on SoundCloud, um, and also this one's going on Most Valuable Podcast. So, it's been, a, it's been a minute since we've done, I think the last one we did on Most Valuable Podcast was, that uh, was that BJ was, Penn. That, no, no, no. That was Ronda, that was, uh, it was Ronda Nunez. Ronda Nunez. I'm, I'm pretty sure we did BJ's coming back. So I think that was wasn't BJ after Ronda. I'm not sure, but that's what it was. It was. I do remember that it was. It was Ronda Nunez. It's been a while. It's, it's been, been a, a while, but for good reason. Conor McGregor <laughs> is taking on Floyd Mayweather, which is being touted as the greatest sporticle, uh, sporting uh, event ever. Apparently, I think that's what they're going. The with greatest with the sporting spectacle that the world has ever seen. Yeah, pretty I much something like that. I wouldn't go that far, but I mean, everybody is going to be tuning into this fight to watch what happens. Well, we are we are hearing from the big goof himself, Dana White. He's saying that uh, <laughs> the pre buys are already breaking records. Uh, I think he said that. In England, it's supposed to reach over a million in buys. So oh, of course. You got, to take in you got all here. the Connor supporters over there. <laughs> you got to take in to uh, the U.S. As well. buys as well. Yep. So, I mean, it, it might crack three million pay-per-view buys. Uh, Connor saying it's going to be uh, very healthy for him and his and his and his uh, lifestyle. <laughs> um, I mean, it, it's, no it's going to be what, crazy. I don't yeah. even know if it's officially sold out though. No, I don't think it's officially sold out yet either. I believe a few weeks ago, unfortunately, they announced that it that it hadn't sold out. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking that it'll sell out for Gennady Golovkin versus Canelo Alvarez. I think that's what everybody's saving their seat money for. But when it comes to you know the pay per view, the night that you know near a hundred dollar pay per view, I mean, you you might as well sit back and relax and watch Mayweather and McGregor go at it. Well, the thing is, is that the it, it's just ridiculously expensive. The, low, it is. the cheapest seats you can buy are. Uh, twelve hundred dollars. That's ridiculous. So I mean, they broke the gate record already, but that's because it's so the, expensive. Yeah, the to ticket's buy a so ticket. expensive. Yeah. So I mean, it's going to break records. Um, I think obviously the biggest news coming out um recently about this fight though is the switch from ten ounce gloves to eight ounce gloves, which is something I found very surprising because knowing Floyd Mayweather, well, not knowing him, but seeing him throughout the years, he tries to take every advantage that he can get out of his opponent. And in this fight, it seems that he's giving McGregor more than he's getting out of McGregor. The only thing that he's going to get out of him is a fight. But he gave him the 154 pound uh, limit, which is either middleweight or super middleweight that's around about what canelo walks around at so mm-hmm. he's so he's been given a weight class that's comfortable for him because he's the champion 155 pounds one pound is not going to make a big difference for someone like conor mcgregor yeah the eight ounce gloves so we just talked about we we just hit that the 10 to eight ounce gloves man that's i you you talked about it not being a difference i actually want to know why why don't you think it's gonna be a difference well hold on real quick i just want to say uh, they're either fighting at super welterweight or junior middleweight light middleweight it depends on go. it depends on all the different um looking because you got wba wbc wbo you got yes. ibf you got all these different uh you know boxing associations and corporations that, that and play into this the thing about that too is that the, the boxing weight classes are so closely compacted mm-hmm. together where it's not like his mma where you look at um 170 to 155 that's a 15 pound difference that's a big difference yeah. where maybe you know junior middleweight super middleweight maybe a two and a half to three pound difference it's not that bad and i mean you look at like when like if you look at our weight classes you look at welterweight to lightweight that's yeah. like that's the 12 pound difference yeah there. but uh they're Huge using different they're using welterweight level gloves so when you're you know a lower than 147 you're using around eight ounce gloves and then when you get higher and higher yes. uh, they would be using 10 ounce gloves but obviously yes. as you were saying the commission has allowed eight ounce gloves for this fight 
um, which you were saying was surprising before. It we is surprising this. to me. Um, I mean, again, it's just in the in, in the sense of Mayweather trying to get the every advantage that he can get out of every opponent that he's fought. It seems that he's giving uh, McGregor every advantage that he yeah. can get. Uh, maybe just maybe that's in spite of him. Maybe that's just to give the fans what they want. Maybe it's to give McGregor. What Floyd he wants. might Who even knows? see Floyd might even see this as an advantage for himself because right. he's usually fighting at that lower weight class. So maybe it even for him. I mean, he's usually fighting around welterweight. So. I mean, he's used to, you know, eight-ounce gloves, so maybe... I mean, he's only fought, I think, super uh, welterweight a couple times in his career. He's mostly a welterweight um, and has been welterweight or lower throughout his career. So, I mean, maybe he sees it as himself sort of advantage, or maybe it's not too much of a difference where Connor would just feel more comfortable and maybe, you know, right. now Dana's pushing it and even... Uh, John Cavanaugh uh, was even pushing it as you know if Connor hits him, it's gonna be it's gonna hurt harder. And yeah. Floyd even said um, in the All Access or I mean uh, not All Access, what is uh, what's the series UFC does on YouTube? Uh, embedded. embedded, yeah, and Embedded Floyd was like, the, it doesn't matter. Right, I'm gonna hit him, and he's gonna feel how hard I hit, and, and he's not gonna be able to move. It doesn't matter if I'm hitting him with a 10 ounce glove or an eight ounce glove. So I think Floyd is is calculated, and I mean the guy's 49 and out. He knows yeah. what he's doing here. He knows he's fighting at the right weight class. He knows he's fighting um, with the right size this is uh, not... ounces. And I'm not too surprised that right. the commission allowed this because it's not a title fight. It's not you know between two professional boxers. I mean, Connor's still technically an amateur. He hasn't never had a professional boxing. He's a professional fight combatant, uh, athletic combatant, yeah, but, but I he's think, not a boxer. But I, I don't think this has any actual true impact on the sport of boxing, right? In, in a way of of how you know champions and how rankings and how. All of this is going to be. It's truly a spectacle. It's a What's spectacle. I feel like I feel like this fight can give uh, boxing a little bit more notoriety, no matter what happens. It's going to give both fighters a boost yeah. for sure, and both sports a boost. But yeah. I'm just saying, at least for like you know, if Connor wins this fight, it's not like he's going to you know shoot up like different rankings no, 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 in, no, no. In, in the UFC, absolutely not, or MMA. He's just going to be in Forbes, Forbes magazine as exactly. the most richest man ever, or something like that. The most stylish man who just so happens to be rich and who can fight some ridiculous list under the Forbes magazine. It, it, it's a, it's a spectacle. It's a circus, but yeah. it's it's a circus that everybody, including you and me, are going to watch. Yeah, I'm. I'm it's, I'm, 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 I'm so excited for this. <laughs> I mean, I, I wasn't excited for it. Uh, when you first heard about it, I remember we we can go back to every single podcast and I can go back and play well, when we, you said this fight's can, never going to happen. We this can is go ridiculous. back to, <laughs> what, UFC 205 and after and listen to every single podcast because I think we've talked about Connor versus Floyd ever since it kind of started mulling around how I've said it wasn't going to happen because it's it's pointless and Dana's not going to allow it. Now Dana's embraced it completely. Connor is all for it. Somehow Floyd said yes to it because um, I think he's going to know he's he sees the person he's going to make, which That's is going to be over hundred million. Yes, there's a lot of money to be made in this fight. Um, but yeah, not just I mean, this fight. This whole event. I mean, all the press conferences, all the altercations, all the outs, all the outs, the all access, the embedded, the stuff with. But uh, this is what they do to yeah. to get people to buy. This is of what course, people do to working. to get it going. I know. I'm, yeah. not, I'm not saying it's not. And I'm not saying they don't know what they're doing. I mean, obviously Showtime uh, and, and and the money team and you know Connor's side, they all McGregor know what promotions. they're doing. He, yeah, he started his own promotion. Good for him. Yeah, I mean, this kid has had a crazy rise. We'll get we'll get to Connor in a little bit, but I mean, it's it's gonna be everywhere. And and these guys are great promoters in themselves. I mean, Connor can sell a fight in five days and and get it to the most bought UFC pay per view. Um, in history, no matter it's at Madison Square Garden or you know his backyard, I mean Connor can sell a fight. Um, it, we're we're both gonna be we're both gonna be buying his it. backyard. Um, can you imagine? <laughs> but yeah, but getting to it, I mean, 
We I talked about how this fight was not going to happen. Right. This fight had no shot of happening, and then when it did happen, I've been saying that Floyd's going to whoop his ass. I mean, to put it simply, he's going to whoop his ass. And now as we get closer and closer, the things you see on All Access and Embedded, you don't see Floyd training as much. You see him, you know, going out, having fun but a little bit. But that could be on purpose. Yeah, that Connor's could be Connor's used purpose. to people filming his training for either Embedded or, you know, any of the behind-the-scenes UFC does. And because the UFC is his, is his company, I mean, yeah, is, it's is his the brand. Fight, is he fights for, Floyd might be a little restrictive on, you know, when we're going to be filming, what we're going to be filming. You know, Floyd is showing the nice sides of him. Like, right. hey, we're roller skating. Hey, you know, we're up at uh, Top Golf. Hey, we're, you know, I'm eating a cheeseburger in, in the middle of a mall for some reason. Oh, because they're doing the pop-up shop. Ah, uh, uh, yes. Floyd's pop-up shop. And he's, like, eating a cheeseburger outside. Um, I mean, Floyd's trying to show the more fun side where Connor's like, I'm taking this Work. seriously. This is true, yeah. and everyone's like, "Well, Connor, this is so impressive." Connor right. went from zero to a hundred and you know five months boxing. Like, right. no, he hasn't. Connor's still gonna get his ass whooped. I love Connor, and Connor's <laughs> still making me have like hints of doubt about myself when I say this <laughs> because Connor can talk me into it, and Connor has talked me. You know, Connor's made me look stupid before. Look at Eddie Alvarez. I think of yeah, I think I that either was said bad. Eddie no, was gonna I, win. I, no, I said Eddie was gonna win. You picked McGregor. Because you believed in Mr. But I was Mac. iffy. Yeah. I was iffy. And then when I was happened, iffy too. But then, then we saw the fight, two rounds of Connor just dragging Eddie Alvarez around the octagon. Pretty much. I mean, Wiping it's, the floor with this man. It's something where I just, I, I, I just, everyone knows that Floyd's going to win this fight. But talk <laughs> we, about how. We don't know that. We really don't know well, what's going to happen in this well, fight. What, what I want to say is, like, let's talk about Connor and how he can win this fight. Because Let's talk about Connor. Obviously, can win this everyone fight. has puncher's chances. Yes. Obviously, you know, boxing is just like MMA where you have the ability to win if you hit at the right time, if you hit at the right angle. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously, you know, as long as Connor has the footwork and he's able to dodge punches, he's still going to have the ability to win. So, Absolutely. how will Connor be able to win? What should he be implementing? What should he be looking at Floyd's game where Floyd has been probably exposed before and how he can really attack that in himself? Well, when you see Floyd fight, you look at his fight with Zab Judah. And Zab Judah's a left-handed fighter. He's a very long, lanky fighter. He actually caught Floyd Mayweather coming in because Floyd Mayweather had overextended on an overhand right, I believe it was, or a straight right. And Zab Judah actually caught him with a lead uh, right hook that rocked him. He didn't take a knee, so it wasn't technically a knockdown, but he did rock him. Floyd Mayweather kind of overextended himself on the, on his punch, and mm-hmm. he got caught with a lead left hook. After that, um, Zab was you know talking and was in his face a little bit, and he actually did pretty good for the first half of the fight. And then for the next six rounds, Floyd became Floyd and was just using the shoulder roll, using the uh, the cage, excuse me, using the ropes, uh, using you know the pop shots, the the counters, and just moving very well. So he's able to read what's going on in the fight very very well, and he's he's able to make adjustments very well. well However, thing- when the thing about Conor McGregor is that one, we've never seen him box before. Two, he's switching stances that we see that in, in his training. Um, and mm-hmm. three, he's got power. He's got a lot of power. He's got the touch of death. Well, there was something. Yeah, Joe Rogan is called the touch of death. And, yeah. And there's a, a thing going on that I saw earlier um, that against the in the Poirier and Alvarez fight and the McGregor Alvarez fight, Poirier set it up the same way, same pretty much. I mean, obviously, I think uh, Alvarez was close to the cage, but he sets it he sets it up with a right handed jab, mm-hmm. and then he comes over, hits Eddie on the right side of the temple with his uh-huh. with a left hook, and left Eddie straight. Eddie fall yeah left straight yeah Eddie f- gets knocked down by Connor, 
and he doesn't get knocked down by Poirier. Right. It's just kind of showing, you know, same setup, same shot, same angle, same everything. Just Connor's able to knock down Eddie he's with, got, with his power. He's, he's got those fast twitch muscles. Mm-hmm. He's got he's, he's he's built differently than any other boxer that we've ever seen before, um, except for maybe Canelo Alvarez. But Canelo Alvarez is a, is a right-handed fighter, and he's a little bit more of a brawler. He's got that Mexican, you know, push forward, body shot, hook, power, you know, pit bull fight in him. Mm-hmm. Some a fighter like that against someone like Floyd Mayweather, who's a master at his craft, is just gonna stay on the outside and eat him apart. I don't think Connor's going to do that because I, I feel like Connor is just a much smarter, not boxer, but athlete. He's a more uh, he's a more uh, centered martial artist. Well, there's two things that I think obviously clearly Connor has on his side. I mean, obviously everything I would say technically um, and, and everything on the actual boxing aspect. Um, besides maybe punch strength, right. Floyd has. Um, but the one thing that the two things that Connor has is age. So is he's going to be more he's athletic. He's going to be in his prime. He's almost half of hit Floyd's age. Almost. And then also he's got the size. He's got he's got I think an inch on him yes. in height, and he's got an inch on him in reach. So he does have the size compared to Floyd. So how much does that play into effect? In this boxing match, because Floyd, when we see him take on Delahoya, mm-hmm. Delahoya is around five ten, has I think a uh, one inch reach or no, yeah, one inch uh, longer reach than Floyd did. I believe Zab did too as well. So how 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 would Connor be able to use that? I mean, will will Connor have to use his speed more than his power in this fight, or is it really like how how is he going to be using that? Connor has to be an orthodox in this fight in order to be successful. He's got to do things that Floyd has never seen before in the boxing ring, and and he has to do things that Floyd wouldn't know how to adjust to. So what, so switching of the stances, okay. for example, um, cutting cutting him off on the ring is something that Floyd isn't used to because. Uh, Floyd's used to chasing guys. He's not necessarily used to guys measuring him and cutting off the but ropes. But then wouldn't that mean that Floyd would have to be backing up? Floyd Floyd back. Floyd's going to back up. Okay. Everybody backs up Floyd. So Connor, Floyd's going to back up. It's a matter of what you do to uh it's it's a matter of what you do after you back him up. Okay, so or what you do to uh, back him up as well as what you do after you back him up. So Floyd, let's say Floyd backs up once he sees once Connor sees Floyd back up, he's got to attack. Is pretty much what you're saying. The mistake that I was just about to say, the mistake that a lot of guys make when they're fighting Floyd Mayweather up against the ropes is that they swarm on him. They swarm on him and they're trying to land every shot and they're trying to make every shot count. And Floyd's blocking and he's you know tucking his chin into his shoulders and he's moving his shoulders very well with his hips and he's absorbing the punches well and he's moving with the punches and then the the, the onslaught stops. And then you see there's a moment of pause, and that's when Floyd shakes his head no. You, you, you've seen that yeah. with guys like Victor Ortiz, Miguel Cotto, Manny Pacquiao. Who hasn't he fought that he hasn't done that to? Yeah. Even if he's gotten rocked, he'll shake his head no. Um, see, if Flo- uh, if McGregor gets him up against the, the ropes like that, he can't just swarm on him. He's got to pick his shots, and he's got to be smart. Well, and that's one thing that we've seen with Connor. Is that recently, and I, I would say it's very clear in that Eddie Alvarez Bef- fight. Before you get to that, I'm sorry. Before you get to that, another thing that, um, you know, Floyd Mayweather does make adjustments very well, but Connor does too. Connor is able to gauge distance deceptively mm-hmm. well. And I think it's, we'll we'll get into this is with the deception is when you're saying he's picking his shots. We saw that a lot in the Alvarez fight where he was very he he didn't throw a lot of of shots. He threw well timed shots at nice distances and he made sure that the shots were clean. So not only is everything he gonna be, counted, yeah, everything was exactly. accounted for. I mean, I mean, pretty much most of his strikes were significant strikes. Yes. And, and he landed most of them. I mean, yes. Connor was 
extremely extremely efficient He's in that fight. Very so, accurate. So Connor has athleticism. Um, and age on him, and then at least in this fight, he's going to need to implement that that shot selection, that power, having that distance. Yes. So at least when you're when you're looking at it, does Connor need to implement that right away? Does he need to do it in the first four rounds, three rounds? Does he just need to do it throughout the whole I'll fight? Tell, I'll tell you what, uh, MMA fight is five to ten minutes. I say five to ten because in Japan, sometimes that first round is in a boxing ring, it's ten minutes. Mm-hmm. That's more of an endurance round if you think about it. Um, that that round is basically, it's it, it can't be a feel-out round. Now, we're going to go back to the unified rules of mixed martial arts At here. At least with Con- with Connor's Right, we're going to go away yeah. from the Japanese rules back to the MMA, the American unif- the unified American MMA rules, excuse me. And what Connor's been right. fighting. That's yeah. a five-minute one, that's five minutes for one round. Mm-hmm. Five minutes, it's two minutes longer than a boxing round it doesn't sound like much you really need to pace yourself and, and you know you know me i mm-hmm. i train a little bit um when we spar sparring for five minutes feels like it's forever but not even only sparring for five minutes in a in a match right you have takedowns you have yes uh, there's well, grappling up against the cage i was getting you, to yeah, that you have there, clinching there, yeah there are these other factors that um that are in so the the rounds are longer the but the duration but it's, so the duration of the rounds are longer but the rounds themselves are shorter you only mm-hmm. have 5 rounds max in an MMA fight 12 on, 12 rounds yes. 3 minutes and then 5 rounds 5 minutes in the for cage you. you're fight you're fighting with knees elbows you're fighting in the clinch and when you're in the clinch you're there longer because you could you can uh, transition to a takedown an ankle pick uh single leg takedown double leg you could pull guard if you wanted to mm-hmm. you could throw knees elbows you could dirty box the old Randy Couture way there's so many options yes there are so many options that you can utilize in mixed martial arts that connor can't necessarily utilize in the ring the boxing ring however some of those tools some of those setups some of those weapons he could take in with him some of those ideals so we were talking about switching stances what boxer do you know switches stances very well successfully i'm not into boxing as much as i am into mma so i cannot really tell you unless you have an answer well I've asked boxers and yeah. boxing fans, and there are some, but no names come to mind, so it's very, very little. So at almost least the, the, slim to none. The greats almost. aren't usually switching right. stances. So but do you think that's you think for about, a reason, at least for boxing? Um, Boxing is much more traditional. It is. So, yes, in a sense that that is the theory of boxing, yes, it is. Uh, so there are three uh, styles of boxing. There's the brawler, I believe, the swarmer. And I forget the technical term for it, but it's Muhammad Ali style of staying on the outside. And um, if you're staying on the outside, and you're you, you know you're light on your feet, and you're very deceptive with your movements, and you're elusive, and you're accurate with your shots, um, you're you, you, you you'll be fine. You have you, swarmer, outboxer, slugger, thank you, that, uh, boxer punch, and then there's yes. some substyles. Yes. So um, it all depends on what so. so when we talk about switching stances with Conor McGregor, he's his style of striking, his style of punching, not only does it come from boxing, it comes from Muay Thai, it comes from Jeet Kune Do, it comes from Taekwondo, it comes from Karate, mm-hmm. it comes from various styles from all over the world that he's implemented in, into this. He threw some capoeira in there as well. Yes, in capoeira. Um, but, you know, he's going he's gonna to utilize those tools, maybe not to their 100% full potential because he can't. He can only use his hands. But he's going to use them as well as he can to throw off Floyd Mayweather. But how much do you think that Floyd is going to be expecting that? And how much do you think that Floyd will be able to handle that? Because then again, 
you know, he can implement these different styles and the way that, you know, different angles and the way that he's actually coming the, at it. The best thing he could do, right? The best thing his camp can do is study tape. Mm-hmm. That's the, the, but that's, 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 that's that's fight camp 101. But then again, you study how the much, tape of your fighter. You but study then again, the patterns how much, of your fighter. How much tape do you think from the MMA world and the MMA uh, fights that Connor's been in translate to boxing? Because we've seen, you know, very that's, little, that's, at least out of sparring. And- that is the ultimate question, Son Anderson, and that's why we're going to buy it on pay-per-view on Saturday, August 26th, ladies and gentlemen. This is not sponsored. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, still, I mean, how much do you at least think that it will, t- that, I mean, how much do you think it will translate? Uh, what do you mean? Who- like, like, how much do you think that Connor's MMA tape oh, will be able oh, to translate oh. into the boxing world? Um, it all depends on how... How it all again? It all depends on how they prepare themselves. It really does depend on how Floyd prepares himself. It depends on what if if Floyd respects that left hand, then yes, he he will be very prepared. If he's prepared and expecting that left hand, then yes, he could be he could be he as well can be very successful in this fight. Um, but Connor has you know knockout power in both of his hands, and he's got a nasty. Uh, lead right hook as well. He's mm-hmm. got a nasty jab with that too. Yep. And he springs off with if you notice his uh his boxing technique. He's extremely light. Conor McGregor is very light on his feet and he brings his body with him when he punches. So he brings his feet with him when he punches. So what I mean by that is is that whenever he jabs, it's the full four his jab is just as hard as his left hand mm-hmm. is basically what I'm saying. And it's just as fast, just as accurate and it's just as elusive too. It's just he throws out that right hand, that that right jab, just like he would that left uh, left straight, and it's just like whoop, just like a nice little here you go peekaboo. Um, and but that peekaboo is extremely devastating. That peekaboo really really hurts. Um, it, How it, many boxing fans do you think are listening to this and be like, what are these guys saying? They're right. saying peekaboo, right? Well, that is actually a style of peekaboo okay, style I'm, of I'm boxing. Just, I'm joking. <laughs> um, uh, one thing I want to I get into uh, with Connor, and, and the final thing I want to get into Connor before we get into the Floyd thing is how much are you taking this this poly, uh, you know, sparring videos of of Connor knocking Polly down, and you know he barely t- taps Listen, him, and Polly doesn't even stay down for a Pauly, long time. Polly Malaglini has had a uh, he had a good boxing career. He did have a very a good champ. boxing career. No one's he had yeah, a, no one's taking that he down. Had a very treasured boxing career, you know, um, but. He did talk a lot of crap about Conor McGregor going, I could beat this guy with one hand tied behind my back. He hadn't fought in six years. This man hasn't fought in six years. Um, and he's he's commentating now. He's commentating. When I looked at those tapes, first of all, I looked at the size difference between him and Conor. It's astronomically like absurd Connor's how got, different in size they are. Connor's got an inch on him and Connor's got like four inches of reach on him. Uh and but also Polly's usually fighting at light welterweight and welterweight, which would be around like one forty ish. Yeah, that'd be around like featherweight size. Yeah, that'd be like what actually it'd be like one forty seven, I believe, one forty five. Well, yeah, one forty seven would be uh Actual true welterweight, but then yes. that light welterweight would probably put him. Put him it, he, so if like, Polly was fighting, in yeah, UFC, he'd be, it'd be a like one forty two, one forty one ish. Yeah, he'd be a featherweight if he was fighting. Oh, in UFC. yeah, or a bantamweight, give, mind you. But yeah. um, I mean, Polly has not fought in a very long time. He's very inconsistent. Um, he's not well physically. He's very inconsistent as a com- as a back as a boxing commentator. He's great. Mm-hmm. Um, Last fight he had was in twenty seventeen. Got knocked out in the eighth round. Yes, uh, it's like come on now. You, 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 this is this is this isn't 
this is a whole other game. This is a whole other thing. You know what? I saw the tape on uh, – I did see the tape, but I, I thought Polly looked out of shape. Polly looked way out of shape. But do you think do you think that him knocking down Polly has anything to do with it? Do you think are you taking that in and be like, wow, Connor might have a no. shot in this? No, you're, I, you're taking in Connor's other career, and it, you're not really taking in Polly's. Not necessarily, no, because of the fact that it was just word of mouth. It was just well, word- there, there was the video showing it, that he got knocked vi- down. It, no, 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 no. I'm saying leading up to the video, it yeah. was just word of mouth. It was just talking trash and, you know, I can do this, I can do that. And then we see maybe a few seconds of the video of uh, McGregor punching and knocking back Polly's head a few times and him like push and not pushing him, punching him and him moving yeah. like across the ring. There was there was, um, and there was one a, shot that Connor had and he you saw the snap and yes, Paulie's head. That was nasty. That was nasty. That but, was awesome. But then again, I don't I don't know how much that's gonna translate to Floyd. So right. the one thing I want to get to with Floyd now is at least listening to him and hearing hear him talk, and I might be totally wrong, I might be taking this the right way. Um but it seems like he's gonna be coming after Connor. It doesn't seem yes. like he's gonna be doing what he did with Pacquiao, and it doesn't seem like he's going to be playing defensively. It seems like he's going to be on the attack. Do you think that's yes, the right? So he says. Do you, we, we'll assume that it, this is what he's actually going to be it's doing. Very, it's very dangerous. See, here's the thing. Do you think that, that's what I'm? Do you think he should be doing that, or here, do you think he should be going with? Here's what he knows? here's the thing. They are both counter strikers. <laughs> both of these gentlemen are counter strikers. That's the truth. If you look at these guys' styles, they're counter strikers. You look at Floyd. Oh, Floyd's the best defensive boxer ever. Yeah, he's got awesome counters. He's very elusive with his uh, defensive movement. Mm-hmm. He's got very good footwork, very good head movement. He knows where to place the gloves to protect his head and his body. He's extremely smart. Conor McGregor loves to swing that shoulder over when you swing at him with that right hand because a lot of orthodox fighters aren't used to fighting southpaws unless you train at it diligently and you you know study patterns diligently. Um, Conor's just going to slip that or excuse me he's just going to dip that shoulder a little bit come back over arch his heel turn his hips over and just shoot out that trebuchet of a left hand and he's just going to rock your world <laughs> he's going to rock your world it's so weird hearing you say that and it, <laughs> it's just it's true no i know but i'm just saying um, like and you, the fact both, that we're both, talking about both, this both, and the fact that we're giving since Connor. both since both guys are counter strikers yeah it would be very dangerous, and one has more power than the other. Let's face it, one has more power than the other. Well, Connor's younger. Yes, Connor's in the prime of his career. Floyd's older. That's a very dangerous Floyd's, game Floyd plan. Floyd has more miles. Very on his, dangerous. On his, on his it's a very dangerous game plan for someone uh, like Floyd, the size of Floyd, to go after someone like Conor McGregor. Jose Aldo went after Conor McGregor. What happened? Oh, come on, come on! You knew that was a fluke. 12 seconds, Jose Aldo, the greatest featherweight of all time. I mean, like, Connor caught him. But, but Con- honestly, it was clean. Seriously. But do you think what that happened? happens? Do you think that happens, you know, if they fight three well, times, do you think it's going to happen? They met in the center of the octagon, right? Yeah. And Jose Aldo was in the straight Muay Thai style. He had his hands down a little bit, and his chin was up, and he's looking, he's tight, and he's looking to make, you know, land that one shot. And he throws a fade right hand, doesn't throw it all the way, uh, comes back with a lead left hook. Connor just reads it and steps back maybe an inch or two, just slips that left hand down the pipe and knocks him out. I, I, and not only did he, not only, and that was like 10 I seconds the after fight. the fight. Yeah, I watched the you fight. You can watch the whole fight on YouTube or Facebook or Twitter or what have you. Any any social media like service that provides at least a little bit of MP4, just a little <laughs> bit. 
you can watch that fight because it lasted just a little bit. However, he did predict that that was going to happen, that those exact movements were going to happen before the fight even started. Okay. That's because uh, Jose Aldo's game, it's very, it's, it's very, it's, it's not, it's very readable. It is very real. Up but how until, much? How much is is this going to translate to boxing and translate to Floyd? It. it that's the question. That, that is, is the question. Yes, that happened with Jose Aldo. But do you think with, with Aldo again, if they ran that back, who isn't a boxer, oh, mind you? Yeah, who isn't it, a pro I know, boxer? I know. But with, with what you're saying is, I mean, I think you even know if that fight happens three times, it's not going to happen the same way over and over and over. No, again. it's not. No, you're human beings. That's that's the human condition. Aldo's, Aldo's bound to win a fight, right? And and Aldo's bound to at least go to five in one of them. They're they're you know it's bound to go or to at least go one of them past around past a minute. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think that's going to be the way this, this that this won't fight happen. Happens. That's not going to happen. But the reality is, is that it happened. Connor is that dangerous. When's the last time you've seen Floyd Mayweather do that to somebody? I don't think he's ever won. Really he's never starched round. anybody, unless, but not a lot of guys knock people early, out. Was, right? Boxing's different, unless no one, right. I mean, you look fourth at, round of Victor Ortiz. Right, you look at guys like that was a freakish. That was that was a freak knockout. Second round of Sam Gerrard, and that was in '98. That was second round almost, of Louis. That's all, we're, this, Leisha, it's almost 2018. That's 20, 20 years here, ago. Here you go. Here you go. Uh, in September 6, 1997, he TKO'd. Uh, Louis Leja, um, and I was uh, about a, I was about like two weeks old. <laughs> I was born in '92. I was maybe like five or six years he old did, when that happened. He did uh, uh, when he was seven. He knocked out Tony Duran first round uh, with one one minute and twelve seconds. It was May of '97. I wasn't even born. Bob G. Pert uh, TKO first round one thirty. I was April twelfth, nineteen ninety seven. Uh, first round. So early in his career, he was doing it. Yes. Yes, very early in his career, he was dropping guys. But then again, none of these guys have Wikipedia pages. <laughs> I watched one of the guys he knocked out in the first round, and uh, his record was something like ten and fifteen or something like that. Something is really cool though. Yeah, uh, on that uh, Bob Giebert one where he TKO'd Odin in the uh-huh. first, first round, he fought on uh, Dale Hoya versus uh, Pernell Whitaker. Oh wow! Look at He's that. He's on the undercard. That's pretty look cool. Look at that, and he went on to fight Dale Hoya. So who five ten? Got, has longer reach, yeah. similar to, to Connor. But he's an orthodox fighter. He is. And he has a particular style that suits his body type. Yeah. So th- it's a different... But, but Connor, diff- does, different human Connor does have size. He does. Like, like Oscar does, and he is a southpaw, which is different than Oscar, but you'd also say that Connor's style is unique. It, they are. Which it, which was the last <clears throat> close fight that Floyd had where it was a split decision. Yes. Um, I, again, I'm, I would argue... I would argue that Miguel Cotto was a very close, 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 close fight because of the fact that Miguel Cotto drew blood on Floyd Mayweather, but it was all about that pressure and it was all about the reads. At mm-hmm. the end of the fight is when Floyd Mayweather started to land some pretty powerful definitive shots on Cotto, and that's that's when the judges kind of gave it the unanimous decision. Well, and So with- up until certain points, again, Floyd's really good at making reads, so when he well, so when he's got a read down, he's gonna take advantage of it, and he's not gonna stop. Yeah, just like a, just like when well, a fighter sees a cut. And the one thing I wanna I wanna bring up is the conditioning, and then we'll get into predictions. Um, and we'll we'll jump into some John Jones news after the predictions. Yes. Um, but looking at this, we kind of talked about it a little bit with uh, conditioning. Just a little bit. So three rounds, twelve. Or, sorry, three 12, minutes. Twelve rounds. Twelve three rounds. minutes. Thirty-six minutes of total fighting. You look at UFC. Five rounds. 
five minutes. 25, 25 minutes total. 11 does, minute difference. Does Connor have the conditioning to go a full 12? He says he he says he does. Um, I believe that he does. Uh, you know what? I mean, we haven't seen Connor we go to a decision. We haven't seen Connor go to a decision. The last time we saw him go to a decision was, was Max Holloway. A long time ago. And that was a little bit ago. That was 2013. That was a little bit ago. A little bit ago. Um, and Oh, I'm sorry. No, Nate. Oh yes, 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 yes. You're right. Duh. How can we forget that fight? Yeah, okay. That was a crazy fight. So he's got the two decisions in the UFC. <laughs> I remember that I was remember. an awesome fight with Nate Diaz. I remember the submission. That's why. Yes, I it, was, I always it was an awesome fight with Nate Diaz, and then uh, the 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 domination of Max Holloway. Yeah. Um. There are no submissions in boxing. No, clearly, there's no ground game. <laughs> he went all five rounds for Nate. Um. He was. He kind of faded. He, he was. I was Nate just about to say f- he was bloodied and bruised. Nate won that fifth, but he was. Or, no, he, Nate he, won the fourth. Yeah, he, I'd, I'd argue he won like the second or fourth, second and fourth. He 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 definitely got at least a round or two out of that oh, fight. Oh yeah, no, that was a close fight. That was a very good fight. <clears throat> but I feel like Connor's power was just was just the exclamation point on that fight. Yeah. You know what um, I mean? I mean, I, I'm trying to pull up the the scorecards from that, but yeah, I think I'm pretty sure Nate won the fourth. But still, Connor showed he, he wasn't super conditioned. It wasn't like he was, you know, running through it. But again, through that fifth. But round. again, you have a lot more to worry about in an MMA fight than you do in a boxing match. Mm-hmm. However, when you have someone like Floyd who could put these tools together to make you overexpose yourself or in order he can get you to expose yourself where he can capitalize on the mistakes that you make. It's still a very dangerous fight. It would be just as if he was fighting an MMA fight, except he's just, and now it's, now it's just a conglomerate agreement. Now it's just his hands. Mm -hmm. All we have to do is just fight with our hands now. Uh, Nate won the third round and destroyed the third round. One game, one, uh, all judges gave him the third round. One even gave him a 10-8. Okay. Um, and then all judges gave Nate the fifth round as well. I believe it was a majority decision, too. It was a majority decision because one of them was uh, uh, 47-47. So near split, near draw. Yeah. Very, very close fight. Um, and again, Nate's longer. Nate's got a different style of boxing. He's also a southpaw. Um, again, these are different factors to look into. Uh, Max Holloway's a kickboxing style striker, westernized kickboxing style striker. Again, very light on his feet. He's mm-hmm. long and lanky too. Uh, only three he's got rounds knockout left. power, but you know, it's when he swarms on guys. Yeah, but that and was lights like, him up. That was only three hours. Connor's was, again, was yeah, th- three rounds. So. Yeah, and again, Connor's got that. I'm gonna start you with this left atomic bomb power. So, do we think he has enough to go to 12 rounds though? I think he does. I believe that he does. Yeah. I mean, I, here's the thing: I, how can you deny Connor's belief in himself? Because I'm not saying that. I'm he's, just saying does he have conditioning? Yeah, belief oh, doesn't I believe, mean. Yeah, I, I belief believe, doesn't mean Jack I believe, can't go twelve right. rounds. I believe 100 percent that he's got the conditioning to make it all twelve rounds. Yeah, I really do. Um, it, it, he's prepared himself. Uh, if he was smart, he would uh, pursue a very diligent, very good uh, strength and conditioning program that would acclimate him to he's that. He's got the coaching. He's right. got the coaching. You see it embedded. I mean, he was riding a bike and he's got 15 people cheering him on like a kid. Um, that's but, what we see. That's what we see, and I think that's what's been happening. But the, the one thing is, is I, I feel like Connor's taking this seriously. I just don't know if you know getting hit by Floyd, chasing after Floyd, trying to you know exert all this energy against and Floyd, possibly becoming extremely frustrated because Floyd is very good at getting fighters out of their element. And, and Floyd, what if he goes to the body, starts yes. wearing him down, starts wearing that? I don't know if Connor can go twelve. 
I, I, and I, I believe think Connor can go 12. Whether or not he will is a whole yeah, different story. Well, well, that's why we get I believe he can go 12. Well, that's why we're getting into the predictions. Yes. So. I believe he can go 12. Now, now Floyd Floyd can do 12 easy. Well, yeah, Floyd pro- does it all the time. I'm not asking about Floyd. Floyd's yeah. done 15 round fights before. Yeah. Um, the, the thing now with predictions is um, uh, we'll, we'll obviously say winner. Um, you got to say how they're going to win. Um, and if I think I know who you're going to say. So then also, does Conor even have a chance is, is, is a part of it. So who's winning this fight? All right. So we talked about this before we even got to this. So I'm going to break this down into percentiles. So look at Floyd. Of course, now we're going to look at money. We're going to look at the pretty boy Floyd Mayweather. All yeah. right. Olympic level boxing. Olympic level boxing, and I say Olympic level gold medal boxing. Even though he only Everyone received, knows. even though he it only bronze. received bronze. If you watch the fight where he earned a bronze, he lit up this kid like it was nobody's business. This kid had no business being in the ring with Floyd Mayweather at that age, and he was maybe 14, 15 years old. He was. It was a Super Junior Olympic uh, tournament. And he only qualified for bronze. He was 19 years old. Yeah, I'm sorry, 19 years old. Very, well, well, very, very young. He was 1996, born in 97, or born in 77. So, yeah, 19. Yeah, you, um, I can't math. <laughs> yeah, because um, it was 1997, he would have been 20, so he's 19. So he's a young 19 year old kid competing in the Olympics, and he's clocking everybody. And before that, he's had an awesome amateur career as well. Uh, he's pretty. He was undefeated in his amateur career as well. Um, but, but you know what? He, he's got Olympic level. He's Olympic level boxing. Uh, he's forty nine and zero. He's been doing it for years. His whole family has been boxing. Five digi- t- five division world champ. Yes, a five division world champ. I mean, he's basically you can't pick against him. In our life, he's probably the best boxer we've yes. seen. I mean, I wasn't. I was too young for Tyson. I was yeah. too young for. Ali. I mean, his is. I I was there for Tyson's heyday, but I was I was pretty much there for the downfall of it. Yeah. The nineties. You were there 90s, for the Holy yeah. Field after he came out of prison. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, I would still say Floyd Mayweather's the best boxer we've seen. Yes, yeah, so he's better than. Yeah. He's and better. this in this generation in the twenty first century as it stands. Better than Alvarez. Yes. Better than yes. Uh, De La Hoya. No matter what happens, everyone. Floyd Mayweather will go down as. One of the best, if not the best, boxers of all time. Uh, um, I'll still take Ali. Uh, well, Ali, Tyson, uh, Marciano, yeah, Jack Dempsey. Now we're getting back to the old black and white days, um, <laughs> where they used to fight kangaroos at carnivals. Yeah, but <laughs> um, but Floyd's Floyd's unreal. got the experience. Yeah, and Floyd's got everything going for him. He's been here before, so I give Floyd like a ninety nine point nine 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 percent chance of winning. So, so that basic, point- pretty much like point oh one percent chance. Um. For now, now it's not going to make sense to what you guys to. It's not. It's just not going to make sense. My of my percent my percentile score isn't going to make sense for you guys. Um, so now we're going to look at Connor. Look at Connor McGregor. Um, he's got the size. He's age. got the height. He's got the reach. He's got age. He's got the power. I would say athleticism. Athleticism. He's a southpaw. He moves very differently than any other boxer ever. He doesn't move like other boxers. Mm-hmm. He doesn't move because like he's other, not a boxer, right? He doesn't move like other boxers. He's not a boxer. We've never yeah. seen him fight in a boxing ring. We've never seen him take advantage of. <clears throat> excuse me. We've never seen him take advantage of of uh, boxing situations before. Um, we don't know what's going to happen. The fact that basically Conor McGregor's a really big 
question mark with dollar signs floating around it. Um, I give Connor like a 35% chance of success. I really do. Um, he does have a puncher's chance. If he gets Floyd in trouble and he smells blood, not only is he going to swarm on him, he's going to cap that 49 and that 50 and 0 like dream mm-hmm. to all the to all the boxing fans in the world. Just adios, goodbye. He's gonna take that all away from 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 Floyd if 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 he sleeps on him. So do you, who do you have winning and how how are they winning? It? I have Floyd winning by decision. So I really I really do have Floyd winning by decision. Unanimous. Uh, either unanimous or majority. Um, you it, think Connor can get a a split? He, it'll Connor's not gonna back down. You think Connor can win more than three rounds? I think he has the potential to win five. I really do. Really? Yes. I really do. It's it, in 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 mar, in martial arts and fighting, boxing, kickboxing, yeah. uh, taekwondo in the Olympics, even wrestling, sumo wrestling, pro re- what have you. It doesn't matter. It you never know what's gonna happen. You never know what's gonna happen. You can't. You, there's no decisive answer on what's gonna happen. You just you, we can only predict what's gonna happen. Floyd's gonna win, and Floyd's gonna win technical knockout yeah, eleventh I, round. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I he's going to knock I th- him out. I, I, like- I don't think he's got the power to... F- I, I honestly don't believe... I mean, Floyd, Floyd's had a lot of surgery on his hands. Mm-hmm. His hands have been broken before. Connor's only torn an ACL. Connor's going to get beaten for the first 11 rounds, and he's going to get hit over and over again. And he's going to answer the bell. He's going to keep getting up. He's going to keep getting up. But finally, in the 11th round, I think Floyd's going to put him away. And I, I, I just, I, I think Connor. That's a bold statement coming from one of the biggest Connor McGregor fans that I've ever met. Yeah, I love Connor. <laughs> I believe in Connor. I believe Connor in MMA. <laughs> this is boxing. <laughs> Forty nine and zero against zero and zero and zero and no boxing yeah. professional, no uh, professional boxing career. I, I mean, mean, if I'm wrong, I'm gonna be running around the city screaming like a maniac. But. I'm not going to be doing that because I'm a sane person. Well, I mean, have I have I thought about putting you know money on on Connor with you know uh, 325 odds? Of course, yeah, of course, because I believe in Connor. Connor can make me talk into it. But if I'm trying to at least look at this from a rational perspective, Floyd's going to kick his yeah, butt. Logically, you you can't go against Floyd Mayweather. No, you can't. I mean, he's 42 and 0. Or, sorry, not 42 and 0. But again, 49 and 0. Again, the 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 human condition. Nobody's perfect. If Floyd, if Floyd, Floyd's record is perfect, if, it doesn't mean that he is, himself is perfect. If Floyd rushed, no, God, of course, no, Floyd. I mean, Floyd's been Floyd. For, for, yeah, uh, Floyd's been Floyd's, arrested before, yeah. and you know, at least in his boxing career, he's perfect. Yes, um, on paper, he's a he's a perfect boxer. I I think that Floyd's going to keep that perfect record. There's no way he takes this fight if he thinks he's losing it, and and it, I think it's more than you know. There's no doubt in his mind that he's going to be able to beat this guy. Because I mean, honestly, I know I know Connor has the experience in MMA. He has the experience in fights. He has the experience. He's um, got the experience there. in big crowds too. He's he, got the experience in a spotlight he, like this, and, and he thrives in this. Yes, he does. Yes. I'm, not, I'm not doubting that. But he's also, gonna, man, Floyd, he's gonna be talking to him in, but, the, in the ring too. But so is Floyd. Oh man, they're Floyd. Gonna, oh, Floyd can oh. give it back. Yes. Floyd can. It's not like Floyd's gonna take it. No, Floyd's gonna beat him up. Well, it, it it'll be fun. It it'll be it'll be fun to watch. I hope it's not like Pacquiao Mayweather. And I hope oh, it's not just completely one-sided. I, I hope Connor so catches him at least once. In that fight. I oh. was so disappointed in that fight. And Pacquiao went in there injured, and 
It was just a mess. Well, let's talk about other disappointments. John yeah, Jones. Yeah, let's talk about another mess entirely. John, John Jones, a month after UFC 202 and his 202 victory. Come on, Jay. John Jones has popped, and USADA has found him to test positive for, uh, and I'm going to mess this up, Turn Turnable? It's an anabolic steroid. That no, was, but did I say that right? Yes. Yeah, uh, yeah I, I believe so. Turnaboil or something like Turnable. that? Turnable. Yeah. Um, it, it's I don't an an- take the stuff, so I don't know. <laughs> Neither do I. Um, go green all the way. <laughs> yeah. But it, it is a, uh anabolic steroid that Olympic athletes would actually use, and it only stays in your system for about 16 hours. It's got like a, yeah, 16-hour half-life. They would use it to actually cheat the drug tests in the Olympics. Mm-hmm. So... I don't know what it's interesting to see what John Jones has to say. And this was well, so far they've came out and said it was a uh, Usada has confirmed it was Turnable, and uh, John Jones and his camp have said it was weirdly enough a tainted supplement. Everyone's every every favorite MMA fighter's excuse is a tainted supplement. Um, yeah, it was taken after the weigh-ins for UFC 202, so obviously you know it puts it on the right time frame of trying to make it before the fight, but after all the all the way in with the with the half life. So ultimately, John Jones gets caught. Um, not it's it, it, honestly, it is shocking though, because yeah. we were a month out. We were a month out after he won. What's shocking is that did you learn your lesson? You didn't learn no. your lesson. You no. didn't learn your lesson. And I, that's I what's shocking trust to me. I can't believe we trusted that he actually did learn his lesson because John has such a rap for not only. Testing positive. I think this is the second time, right? Because obviously after two two hundred, he tested three third time because he tested positive for cocaine after well, he fought at uh, least, Cormier, uh, and, and then they canceled UFC two hundred, the UFC two hundred main event, performance enhancing. Yes. So two for I wouldn't say cocaine's a performance enhancer. I mean, no, you wouldn't say it's a performance enhancer. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I've never been on cocaine. I don't know. Neither how. have I. But I, don't know, I mean, I don't know how. Heard stories like where you stay up for twenty four hours and you're still up, and you're like, oh man. Yeah, it gives you a, it gives you a rush. <laughs> right. but I'm saying at least physically. Right. Turnable and anabolic steroid. It's gonna give you a physical. <sighs> yeah, it's gonna give you Mexican supplements. Yeah, it's gonna give you a physical advantage. I don't know if cocaine gives you a physical advantage. Russian Tylenol, I yeah. call it. <laughs> I just think that it's not. It, it's it's shocking. You take for me. this and you run like bull. Yes. <laughs> I, I I don't think I should be shocked by this though because I mean you, John has the the history. John's been here before. John has disappointed us before. But I think it's just something after that victory, after that high left head kick, yeah, that he was fine. And Here's after that thing. whole thing where he calls out Brock, I don't know. I thought it was. I thought it was. I thought we were finally out of the clear with. John. Yeah, it did. It did sound a little bit like we, we'd we'd gotten the John Jones, John Bones Jones, that we wanted back. Yeah. Um, listen, Daniel Cormier came out and said this, and I think this is one of the most humble things that a former champion and an Olympic level athlete like Daniel Cormier can say. Um, he said something along the lines of uh, John Jones had, I thought John, I was under the impression that John Jones was the better man that night with or without the steroids. Um, he was kicking me to the legs and the liver. Steroids don't necessarily enhance kicks when it comes to technique in terms of power and technique. Yeah. Um, he he feels a little ashamed that that we all have to go through this again, uh, not just with John Jones, but with 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 it being after the fact, yeah. the being act after the fight. Um, well, if it's if it's true, and and, and 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 if it's true, and it was actually, you know, Turnable 
he took it mm-hmm. and I mean he can get suspended for four years. That means he wouldn't be able to return until he's 33, 34. That's basically at the basically the mid to end of his prime. Yeah. That's pretty much like that's the when you're heyday the, of your career. Yeah, that's when you're declining. That's physically. And that's much, when guys start using steroids. Guys guys I mean look at this look at the numbers. Guys that are around maybe 38 to 42 are doing horrible. Are, are, are they're, they're on losing streaks. Unless you're a heavyweight. Right. Uh, or you're Michael Bisping and, yeah. you're, and you're an English zombie. <laughs> or you're Yoel Romero. Yeah. Um, there's well, just, even there's, Yoel Romero's got some help. There's <laughs> Come on. <laughs> With the Jesus juice. No, but seriously. Um, I mean, well, he's, well, he's or, he could, or he could very well be the exception. I mean, look at him. He looks like the Hulk from Cuba. At middleweight, oh yeah, I know. I mean, Yoel Romero is I mean, a freak, right? And look, but and whether then that's we naturally or and then, we, and then we got a different type of freak in Michael Bisming in the sense that he's durable. Yeah, I think yeah. Like he take who takes who can take punishment and dish it out just as good as Michael Bisming. No one, that nobody, guy's totally got CTE. Nobody, nobody, and he can't see out of one eye. No, he's, I mean, got, he's like, got he's got to retire until he gets his eyes fixed. So I mean, it all depends on who you are, what your body is. Um, I, John Jones coming back at 34. You, if you're the USC, do you even, may, do you even may, want him back? Right. Um, I don't. I don't. I don't want to see him fight again. I'd rather see Tyrone Woodley fight again. What do you mean, Tyrone Woodley? Why do you have to pick? I would rather watch Tyrone Woodley fight than to see oh, John Jones so fight. In, 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 because Woodley's a boring fight. I would, well, I, I would rather watch him fight Damian Maya three more times than to watch. John Jones do something cool and then afterwards get you know pop for steroids. Give me a uh, Jared Rossholt. Jared Rossholt. Yeah, yeah. Give me give me him. Let's watch him fight. Yeah. I mean, I'm just I'm disappointed in John. Who, I hope it's isn't? not true. I hope it's somehow not true. But yeah, it's I true. hope I, I, it's true. I, Come I, I, on. I, I mean, everybody. It, I feel so he's, bad he, for he, DC he's, too. Me too. He's got to go through an appeal. He's going to appeal. Um, he's gonna fight this legally for as long as he can, as hard as he can. Hopefully he's got good support, um, good staff with him. I wish him all the best, but I mean, I hope it's not true. But at it's true. this point, he's basically tarnishing his career. For well, he, and, he, and he's kind of tarnishing for, for, DC's career. Forget about his legacy; he's tarnishing his career. And he's and he's tarnishing DC's career. I would DC have to agree. has never lost outside of John Jones. Yeah, and both times, even DC, he said in the first fight after one eighty two. That he, it felt like he he feel, felt like John was on steroids. Yeah. And now after this one, it's proven that John was on steroids. Yeah. So I mean, DC, I feel so bad for this guy. So it's like either you lost to John on steroids or you lost to John. Period. But no matter what, you still like you to, still lost to John. Yeah. You you, you, you got knocked out. You were by the John. Le, you were the equal to or lesser than people, of John people Jones. People aren't gonna forget you not being able to stand right or you know. You know, fully comprehend any sentences because you got knocked out and you're on dream streak. Right. And it's it's such a bad look for DC, and I feel so bad for him because if John Jones was cheating, I mean, it's disgusting and that, how, jo- that DC's career gets tarnished. And like everybody this. hates DC how for no you, reason. How can you hate DC? Uh, he's a gentleman. He's a sportsman. He's smart. You see him on Fox. He's a very good uh, commentator as well. He's a good leader at his gym, aka. He's, he's, he's a great a guy. Father. He's a husband. He's got a house. I mean, he's a great guy. He's a blue collar hard worker. All right. John Jones. I mean, he. I'm sure he's got all that. But 
where are your priorities, it's, man? <laughs> I mean, what, what his priorities have been? It's been partying. It's been living life. Yeah, it's been living uh, pedal to the metal, and it's been cheating your way by. I mean, we don't know. If we, I mean, if that's, is John Jones really the, the greatest of all time, or has he been getting by with steroids? Were you so good because you were on it, or were you so good that you didn't need it? I don't know. I, I don't think he ever needed it. Neither do I. But if with fit. with his length and his ability, and with his family, with how athletic he's there, super I don't talented. Think John, his yeah. brothers in the, in the NFL, yeah, and Chandler he, and Arthur. Yes, and he is one of he himself is one of the greatest, if not the greatest, mixed martial artist to ever walk the face of the earth. I don't even want to say that though, because of what what's going on here. Yeah, and I don't even know who is then. Yeah, because you know Connor's too too young. Connor doesn't have the 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 staying power, and he lost to Nate. He lost to Nate, but then again, that wasn't even a title fight. Right. Anderson has even been caught up in a, a couple steroid things. And then, yes. But you even see the last part of Anderson's career, and it hasn't been that impressive. No. GSP is is up there. Is just but now coming if, back. But now if GSP does come back and loses, and loses to Bisping of all people, I'm I'm going to not think he's the greatest of all time. You don't I think mean, Bisping will be a tough fight for someone like GSP? What do you mean? You don't think Bisping will be a tough fight for someone like GSP? No, but GSP? I'm, saying, I'm saying if he comes back and loses to Bisping... That's gonna like that's gonna be such a sour note for me, because right. you you it, you it, end it, you end on such a high peak. Yeah, you walk away as champion and you come back and you lose to Bisping, who's forty years old, right? And who whose last title defense was a very close win against Dan Henderson, Dan who's forty five years old. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know who the greatest of all time is. Maybe it's Fedor, but even Fedor. I mean, you look at his career and the way it's been going recently. Most lost to Fabio Maldonado, Demetrius Mighty Mouse Johnson. That might be the answer. But then again, lost to Dominic Cruz. We lost to Cody Garbrandt. Maybe Cody Garbrandt's the greatest mixed martial artist. He's the only one who's undefeated in the roster. So, anyways, uh, well, uh, that's at least the championship roster. Habib, yes, Habib Nurmagomedov, my other boy, the Eagle. Anyways, the Sambo Master. That is going to wrap up this episode of the MMA Minutes. It was the Floyd Mayweather and Conor McGregor special, and the John Jones uh, hotline help. Uh, Yeah, the 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 Suicide Squad. I guess you could say. I don't know if that's dark. <laughs> Probably too dark. Anyways, I don't know. that's Danny Gutierrez with the uh, Suicide Squad reference, and I am Sean Anderson. Thank you so much for listening to the MMA Minutes. If you're listening on most of the podcasts, thank you so much. If you're listening on SoundCloud, thank you so much as well. All of our listeners mean a lot to us. Leave and a comment below. Let us know how we're doing. Yes, leave a comment below. Tell us who you think is going to win the Conor McGregor and Floyd Mayweather fight. Will it be Conor? Will it be Floyd? Um, and what round? Who's? How are they going to win? TKO, knockout decision. I take Floyd by 12-round decision. I'll say Floyd knocks him out in 11. Uh, anyways, that is going to wrap up this episode. You can find us always on SoundCloud. Um, but that is going to wrap it up for the final time. I said that about four different times. For Danny Gutierrez, I'm Sean Anderson. We'll see you next time. See you next time.